0: My
1: son's back from Sunderland for a couple of days, so.
0: Oh, nice!
1: We were like hanging about today. We went over to the gym at lunchtime and stuff like that, and
0: just doing guy so, stuff.
1: Yeah, well, he was showing me one of his his arm workout routine. So we we're doing all that sort of stuff over there, which was, it was good. It was good fun, you know, because the gym can be really boring if you're there on your own, you know. Because I usually just listen to a podcast. Not our podcast. That would be. That's that's like that's a fierce. top level narcissism, isn't it? You know. <laughs> oh yeah, John. Yeah, good remark. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you actually imagine though? Someone said to you,
0: "I want you listen to," and you're like, myself. <laughs>
1: My content.
0: Yeah, so I actually have my own podcast to slide the business card across the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <all right. laughs> Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of my Shaving? Yeah, yeah. When did this happen?
1: Friday, I shaved all off on Friday.
0: Oh my god! Did I have ever seen you without like a wee beard or yeah,
1: something? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I only have really it? started. Yeah, I was growing beards on and off during the pandemic, but no, no, you've, you definitely have. In fact, there's photographic <laughs> proof <laughs> because at your birthday party, I, I don't have a beard then. Oh, right. S- I don't then me that. that you're, you're, mixi- th- you're mixing me up with something. <laughs> I don't
0: talk about that birthday party because <laughs> I don't know what happened and whatever. Whatever drunk Mary did, sober Mary is now not responsible for, so... (laughs) Right, okay, right.
1: If if you say so, yeah, fair enough, yeah. (laughs) I'm off next week for the full five days, obviously for the festival, and I'm going to try and catch up with some other stuff as well, some other movies and stuff at Cineworld while it's still open, so...
0: God, I know, do you think they'll all go, genuinely?
1: Well, if they don't find a buyer for them, and I can't see anybody, I can't see any other chains stepping in to cover them because they'll they'll be in the same sort of situation none of them will be, be looking to expand or anything and no cinemas are losing money so it's not a sort of a viable industry for investors to get into really is it you know they're not going to, no you
0: know,
1: no it's not good
0: it's funny though because I always thought like obviously like during the pandemic and stuff like that and they were like oh tenants gonna see cinema and then it was like Spider-Man's gonna see cinema but I honestly thought because Top Gun Maverick had done so well I was in the cinema forever. In fact, I think it is still shown at some cinemas that I just thought, alright, okay, maybe things are getting back on track, but I don't they know if they've They are for those got, films. Yeah. I, don't I but, just feel like you can't have a cinema that just, like, that just shows Top Gun or whatever. Like You need the mix no. of the, the wee mm-hmm. indie horrors and the... It just seems... But at the same time, how do you do that? There's no viable product that, mm-hmm. that can do all of that. I don't know. I just feel like the whole well, thing's a mess.
1: It was kind of... It was like that before the pandemic. There was a mixture of like really Mm -hmm. big releases that made all the money, and smaller releases that, you know, what do you say? They they managed to wash their face. That's Mm -hmm. a way of saying you know they they made a bit of money. They got them. They made their money back. But audiences are down since uh, return to people just. Well, it's it's a mix of things. It's cost of living. Mm. Lux- luxuries are the first thing to go. So yeah. you know, you you've, if you've got a Netflix account, that's what yeah. twelve pounds, fourteen pounds a month.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's that's for the month. And you can sit and watch as many movies and TV shows as you want. Whereas if you're going to the cinema, <clears throat> and you, if you don't have a a card like what we have, then mm-hmm. I mean, it's what. £12, £13 pounds in Cineworld and it's even more expensive in oh, yeah. Odin's even more expensive. Um, is it? Ah, yeah. The one down at the Quay can be about £18 pounds for a ticket. I know, I know, it's ridiculous. Oh
0: my god, you can buy DVDs for cheaper? Exactly, I mean, yeah. That's, you know. So the GFT is 11 quids, which I think is really reasonable because it's a nice cinema and you can drink mm-hmm. in it, so I'm happy yep. to pay my £11. Pounds. But I think that I suppose if you've got even say like Prime and Disney Plus or Netflix and Disney Plus or any sort of combination of these kind of streaming services, even if you only have one or two, then I suppose Mm -hmm. you can watch that at any time. It doesn't have to be because the cinema says it starts at two o'clock on a Saturday. And a lot of films, if you think about it in the past few while have done like dual streaming cinema releases. So obviously the big winner at the BAFTAs, All Quiet in the Western Front, netflix mm-hmm.
1: i had a very limited cinema run i think it was only it was there just for like a week or something just to sort of qualify mm-hmm. i think for some of the awards that n- mm-hmm. necessitate that they have to have a cinema experience as well as a, a streaming one but yeah i and i
0: bet you that stops being a criteria soon
1: enough it will do yeah i mean it's well i don't know because netflix are actually moving from that, I mean, look who they did with Glass Onion. They put on cinemas yeah. for a week. With they, they partnered up with cinema, certain cinema chains and yeah. showed them for a week. And apparently, it was really, really successful. Uh, there was real yeah. crowds, and they could have, they could have made a lot more money. That's what they said. It, it wasn't a mistake to pull it early. That it was always going to be. They were going to take it after take it off after a week because then yeah. it would build up sort of word of mouth for the film when it actually hit Netflix. Not that particularly needed it but um, Mm -hmm. that was their sort of promotional strategy but I think we'll see that more and more you'll see stuff getting out there into cinemas for a limited period like maybe ahead of a premiere but yeah they they don't want because they have to split the profits with the cinema chains and with the distributors and all that whereas if it's on Netflix it's it's all theirs they make all the cash if they're actually making money, because you just never know these days.
0: I know, because they don't release their viewing figures. Don't they? Don't nope. so you never really know. I also just wonder as well, like it's maybe different from even say five, maybe five ten years ago, because TV or like series are really good and people are willing mm-hmm. to do so. The Last of Us obviously is released weekly. So is Succession mm-hmm. and there's a few others like the Disney Star Wars series. They're not a binge watch they are actually getting people to come back week Mm -hmm. after week because the quality is there. And I do also wonder as well if if that has a small part to play in that the quality of the TV series on these streaming platforms is actually, it it is really good.
1: Yeah, I think, again, it's a bit of a marketing strategy because if you're putting a, a TV show out there and if it's something like The Last of Us, you're wanting to drag in new viewers while that's ongoing. So whereas, mm-hmm. if if it's if they throw everything at it, throw ten episodes on mm-hmm. the on a streaming service, people are going to watch it, and then they sort of it loses its sort of zeitgeisty moment. Yeah, and it moves something moves on to that. But whereas if you're running over ten weeks, it's building up an audience, and people are saying, "Oh, you should get this," and people say, "Oh, how to get do that?" You know. No TV subscription or whatever, you know, something like that. Because Disney do that with pretty much every series that they've got. No, not sorry, not Disney, Apple do that. They release maybe two, three episodes at the most, and then the rest of it is on a weekly basis.
0: Although Disney have done that with Mm -hmm. Andor, Mando, and what's the one that uh, only murders in the building? So you don't get all the episodes of that at once Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Whereas Netflix... I mean, I watched all of Drive to Survive season five over Friday and Saturday night, and therefore that's that gone out of my life. Like yeah. <laughs> so that's it done. <laughs> Can yeah. Move on to something else now. So yeah, maybe they're missing a trick by not actually just making you wait and want a wee bit more.
1: Yeah, I think they they're trying to do a wee bit of a mixture. Obviously, with some of the Netflix stuff, they have deals with like American producers, so they mm-hmm. show the program worldwide after it's shown in the states and if it's episodic in the mm-hmm. states then they're showing it in the same way because you, you do get that with some things you always see these on new episodes available or available of the Thursday or whatever like that but yeah they, they, they all do it slightly differently it was it was a selling point at one point wasn't it to be able to watch everything new season yeah. of something bang there you go you can watch it at your own pace you can watch it over you know a day where you can watch over a couple of weeks. I tend to watch things over a couple of weeks, even if it's all available, because there's other <laughs> stuff I want to watch. I don't want to watch that. I, I, I watch maybe three or four or something, unless it's really gripping and I want to know what happens. Mm-hmm. But what I would do in that sort of situation with the ones who do weekly is leave it for a couple of weeks. So I've got a couple to watch. I time. did
0: that. I did that with Andor. The only reason we binge yep. tries to survive is I really wanted to see if I could spot us in the crowds, and I was like, maybe the next episode, maybe the next episode. No, <laughs> you can't, you can't see us for shit. So, um, but yeah, it was it it was worth it as well because the new season of Formula One obviously starts next weekend. So actually, it was quite nice timing to binge all of that and then go straight into.
1: Yeah, okay. it's good. i I've, I've not watched any of it, but it looks pretty good, and they're really punting it on the service you know it's right up there on the front page of everything i suppose because it's quite new and everything as well i suppose
0: yeah it's um it was definitely a gateway drug for me i haven't watched any formula one before that and i get so caught up in Mm -hmm. the sort of personality politics and what driver do you like and who comes across like a knob and all this sort of thing. so even if they're obviously a really good driver if you don't like them on drive to survive it it does kind of put that that weird like i don't know it's just it's hard to explain it i didn't realize it was a, a sport that was so like individual and so personality driven because i kind of thought it was just like you know get in the car and drive but they all have their own sort of shit going on and it's it's quite interesting that way to see where the rivalries are
1: yeah it's, it's amazing the way that they put these programs together and actually pull you in they, they obviously construct it like a drama
0: mm-hmm. so oh, there's so highs like? and
1: lows and everything you know it's, it's, a, it's a well-used formula within sort of storytelling they're it's just a very good way of telling a story because they've done it for so many things. They've done it uh, all the was it all or nothing? The oh, they're so good. Yeah, the football that, ones, the, yeah. The football ones, yeah. I was watching the Arsenal one, and Leslie was watching it as well, and she was getting totally into it. And she hates football, but
0: <laughs> it's like you don't even have to like the team. You're just so drawn yeah, into it. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing the way they do it. It's it's very clever. And like you say, it's like it's almost like a gateway drug in a way, you know. So it's not a good thing sometimes. <laughs>
0: No, a, a very expensive trip to, to Monaco just to see if I could see myself on the telly.
1: Well, you know, you, know, you have to have a hobby. No. That's
0: true, that's true. Um, but I, honestly, I would recommend it because genuinely the, the personality thing is is what makes it so interesting. And they do all those things like, you know, what does the, the championship have in store for you next season? And then they just sort of like focus in on the person and they're about to say something and it cuts to something else and it's somebody else slagging them off. And you're just like, oh, I love it. it's like a soap
1: yeah 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 well it's the same idea with reality tv stuff isn't it all these like selling sunset and all this sort of stuff and below deck it's are all... you a fan no i'm not i i i am aware of them and i have watched <laughs> some of them because they're they're obviously on in the house you know it's on a... in the
0: background well you well, no, well no no it's
1: front no it's front and center you know leslie and uh, my daughter julia are sitting watching some of these the the one they're watching just now is the the influencer agency one the Scottish one have you seen that it's on I saw the
0: the trailer made me cringe yeah. quite significantly but I was wondering and this is going to sound really sad but even from like a marketing perspective like would it be interesting mm-hmm. to watch but oh you know, I think cringy? it would actually well
1: is it... I kind of like I don't have much time for the whole influencer culture mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I think it's people who don't really have <laughs> very <A> much job? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, they, they don't have a job and they, they don't want a job. But the people yeah. who are actually running the agency, it's these uh, two uh, young women, and mm-hmm. they've obviously worked really, really hard. And that's and obviously they've they've got an image to uphold mm-hmm. because they're they're representing all these influencers. But the work that they're putting into this is actually quite exceptional it's it's that's what makes the program because you're focusing on them you're seeing all the influencer stuff but it's all the the drama that goes on with like putting on like an influencer show and you know, all a showcase and all this sort of stuff so despite my better self i actually <laughs> sat, sat and watched a couple of episodes of it and it's it's really interesting because you're you're kind of saying well yeah these people are working really hard you know they're doing they're doing what they love, but they're also really going for it and they're yeah. totally dedicated to it. So if you go over the sort of superficial side of it, it actually works really well. I surprised myself don't know if I watch yeah. I'll actually seek it out and watch more of it but it was it's very well put together you know for what what they're trying to do and just mm-hmm. I mean the whole point of it was that they don't have agencies like that. In Scotland, it's all London and Manchester based because that's where the main mm. sort of fashion capitals are in, in the UK. So, if you wanted to get any sort of representation and actually get jobs and you know these gigs promoting mm-hmm. whatever snake oil they're promoting this week, um, <laughs> <laughs> then you know you, you need somebody to do that for you. And there wasn't anybody local doing that so I just
0: I mean I suppose it is interesting I guess for me it's like if I for example follow like I don't know say like H A on Instagram or something like I'll look at their Instagram and I'll go oh that's quite a nice top," or that would maybe make you want to buy yeah. it I haven't ever come across an influencer per se where I've gone oh that would make me want to buy yeah you know an, an outfit or like everyone was peddling those hair things for a while the things that gave you mermaid waves I remember that was a thing on Instagram because I kept getting yeah. sponsored posts but not once has it ever made me go, Oh, I need a mermaid waiver <laughs> or whatever yeah. it is. I find the whole concept of influencer marketing a bit weird. I'm not saying I'm immune to it because obviously I do look on Instagram and I think, oh, I quite like to to wear that or you know, paint the walls that mm-hmm. colour or whatever. But yeah, I just I find it a very strange concept.
1: Yeah, but it's it's one that is reaching you in a way that traditional advertising wouldn't reach you because oh, yeah. More and more, we're we're watching television without adverts. We don't take note of like radio and all that sort of stuff anymore, not in the same way. So no. where the eyes are, that's where they, they, they like to punt this sort of stuff. So it's on TikTok and it's on Instagram and what have you. So it's all over these sort of platforms. So yeah, I I can understand why. Yes, it's not aimed at me. I I fully accept that none of this is aimed at me yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure there are some uh dapper older gentlemen in floors as well that would probably I'd probably go oh, oh,
0: John you would clean up can you imagine if people <laughs> just saw you in like nice coats and stuff they'd be like I want to look like that guy
1: yeah uh-huh just for the sheer comedy value alone yeah
0: no 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 <laughs> although i was saying to my colleagues the other day i was like i just feel too old for tiktok like it just feels like that's a whole other generation like yeah of users that i just it's like they're talking a different language
1: yeah oh well that's that's the way of it i mean i accepted that a long time ago with it you, you don't try and keep up because either you get hopelessly lost and you mm. just don't know what's going on or You get so far into it that you just sound really artificial and a bit daft because people who are actually actually know what they're talking about can suss you out and go, "Nah, you just you just talking shit, mate." You know, (laughs) this isn't. You just you just have to accept at some point things aren't for
0: you. (laughs) And it's not. There's nothing
1: wrong with that. That's the thing because there are things for you, and I'm not saying you and pet you personally. I'm saying anybody that you know. There's there's always something that you know something around the corner that you can get into and it's. Not necessarily age appropriate, but it, it may be sort of area appropriate for you, obviously, out in the, in the countryside. <laughs> the
0: thing is, I just think I don't need any more life hours to lose to an app. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, you know, I was looking at stuff the other day and I was obviously trying to plan my film festival spreadsheet and I was working out yeah. what I was going to watch when, etc. And then I was like, God, I would be so much more productive in life if I just got off my phone <laughs> and did other
1: things. Well, everybody would, and I'm exactly the same, you know. you're you're always. I'm always looking at something. What I've had to do, actually, now is like uh, see the Facebook reels. I've mm-hmm. muted those on my feed because any time I come across them, I go, no, nope, I'm not going to look at Oh, look at that. Oh, what, what are they doing with the basketball this time? You know, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and before you know it, you've been watching things for 30 minutes, and you're going, I know. you know. I could have been doing so many other things, you know. Not necessarily exactly. decent. Worldly things, but But just just other other things. things. Something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel the exact same way. There's only so many videos where you can guess—is it cake or not—before you've literally just sat at the edge of your bed, towel on your head, for about 25 minutes to 45 minutes. Going, I've, I've lost quite some some precious time now. So yeah.
1: Yeah, the only ones I seem to skip are the ones where it comes up and says, "You won't believe what they did." Oh, and no, then no. They, they don't actually do anything. You go, you only get caught up with that maybe about 17 or 18 times before you get lost Sitting <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: waiting for a three-minute video to end, and so you're like, oh, yeah, nothing
1: happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we started again. Oh, brilliant, yeah. I feel great oh, now, no. having watched I know.
0: That. I know.